We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Keith McPherson on the fan checking in, baby. Let's do it. We're going to talk sports, folks. It's been a while. I've been gone for a week. A lot has happened. What did I miss? Zach Wilson, Jose Abreu, Donnie Baseball, Aaron Judge. How about those devils? We'll probably start with the Knicks and the Nets. That's fresh. That just happened tonight. Good win for your Brooklyn Nets. A game that the Knicks should have stole. That game was right there. What's up with that? I mean, it's all right. Maybe you're not too into basketball. Maybe the Knicks and the Nets aren't really moving the needle for you. So you want to talk about what the Mets are doing, what the Yankees are doing, baseball. We could do that. But also, later tonight, as soon as it hits Thursday, we go into week 13. So we're going to talk NFL, too. While I was gone, the Mike White hype came back. And I knew it would, but I think before I left, I left with the idea that Zach Wilson would start that game and get benched for Mike White. No, by the time they came out with the uh, announcement, I think I was already gone. And I'm glad that they just went ahead and put Mike, Mike White into that position. And then when you look at what Mike White did, I'm getting the Zach Wilson stuff out of the way first. I feel like we've had enough of that. I feel like everybody has crushed Zach Wilson, and, and I'll say this. Three things. One, Zach Wilson, as soon as that boy came out there and said, nobody knows what they're talking, out, uh, talking about outside of this locker room. To the media, I knew he was cooked. I knew he was done. At 23 years old, do not look at grown men in the media. Do not look at guys... Uh, in front of you that cover football, that do know something about football, and tell them that they don't know anything, young man. You're just getting started. Then, when he came out there after the game, and they asked him if he owed the defense an apology, and he said no, no, and kind of, you know, flicked his nose, just like, bro, what's going on? His, his dad literally texted him, bro, what are you doing? What's going on? That was the second thing. And the third thing, when I saw him looking like Anakin Skywalker, uh, when I saw him with the hood up in the rain, not supporting his teammates, not being on the sideline clapping and energetic and rooting on Mike White and the rest of the guys, I'm like, this kid is cooked. He's done here. And we all kind of knew that, but it took a while, you know, because you don't want to see a number two pick turn into a bust, especially for the Jets with Sam Darnold and, you know. So I'm, I'm done talking about Zach Wilson. I, I wish Mike White and the Jets the best. It's going to be a tough test this week. 
You are not facing the Bears. We'll get into that later on the Giants' side. The New York football Giants, I was able to watch the Thanksgiving game overseas. Shout out to Fubo. Fubo is the greatest invention for sports streaming. I didn't think it was going to work, but I was able to somehow set it up with my uh, iPhone hotspot to watch the Thanksgiving game on my MacBook in London. I am a Cowboys fan, yes. I'm not a delusional Cowboys fan. Watching that game right away, the first thing I thought was, oh, (laughs) Jerry World refs. You're in Jerry World. You're going to get the Jerry World treatment. There were some crazy calls. Obviously, the, uh, you know, blocking downfield call. You know, we don't want to rehash that. It seems like a long time ago now. It was almost a week ago. Most watched NFL game ever on TV? Interesting. Cowboys beat the Giants again. And, uh... In the beginning of that game, first half of that game, I'm thinking, man, the Giants are better than we thought or or, are doing better than we thought. Maybe they're in this game. The Cowboys are frauds. They end up, you know, handling business, hurtling guys, one-handed catches, kind of embarrassing the Giants. And now the conversation has shifted on both the Jets and the Giants. We'll table that for later as we get closer to Thursday and Football Friday and the Week 13 conversation. Mets-Yankees. I keep hearing, what are the Mets going to do? What are the Mets waiting for? Come on, man. Spend the money, Steve Cohen. Make some moves. Well, every offseason isn't the same. Every winter's not going to be the same. And because last year there was a lockout, I feel like Steve Cohen and Billy Epler, they had some urgency to make some moves and get some things done before that freeze on all of that. So, that's why they, you know, kind of got out there ahead of the rest of the, the league. But I think they're going to make moves. What's holding up everything we all know is the big fish, Aaron Judge. And today we heard that the Yankees did offer him again. Jeff Passan put out there that the number is now eight years, $300 million. Cool, cool. Came up from that seven years, 213 on opening day. After the guy goes crazy, almost wins a triple crown, does win the MVP, does hit 62 home runs, rewrites the record books. What do you have, 131 RBI, you know, 311 batting average. This guy went absolutely insane, so he earned himself over $100 million, and we'll talk about Judge. $300 million, that's the starting point. That's the, really, that's the bottom. He's a $300 million player. That's the bottom, right? And I think the Yankees put that offer out for us, the Yankees fans, to see, hey, we are trying. We are putting the money up. You thought we wouldn't go to this point? Well, here it is. We just put out a $300 million offer. We saw Judge go home, right, for Thanksgiving. We saw him go uh, back back out west, which obviously he should do. But people made some noise about the Giants and him visiting them. I'll say this. I don't fear the San Francisco Giants. I don't think that they're really going to go back and forth with the Yankees as far as uh, matching offers. I think the Giants probably have their little trinkets and things and people that they can roll out like Steph Curry or uh, Barry Bonds, whatever. I think that that is what they're going to try and do. And I think that's what they already did. But I don't expect them to be able to win the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. I expect the Yankees to win that. And if you watch the Nets game tonight and you watch the Nets win, the Nets are, I don't know, I call them the never-know Nets, but they're starting to look like a team that can compete. They're a game over 500 now. We'll talk about the Nets. The Knicks are a couple games under 500, but like I said, that was a game I felt like they should have stole with Giannis fouling out and uh, being able to stay there all game with the Bucks, but... I got to break this down. We're about to hit the 11 o'clock hour. Marco's going to send you this update. And when I come back, we'll get into all of it. Call me up, 877-337-6666. I'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Let's see if I know how to do this job. I know a lot of people probably felt that on Monday when they got back to work. But I'm officially back to work, checking in. Let's see if I know how to do this. What do we do here? We talk sports. That's right. So, uh, tonight, the New York Kicks lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks by two field goals. (laughs) Keith McPherson on the fan. We're going to hit the Knicks. 
We're going to hit the nets and try and do that in the next hour or so. I know you guys want to talk baseball because the calls are already coming in. Jose Abreu. I know. Donnie Baseball to Toronto. I have an issue with that, but it, it, it is it is what it is. We'll, we'll get to it. Back to the New York Kicks. I don't know if you saw LeBron James' daughter thought that they were called the New York Kicks, and I, I'm with her on that. They should change the name. New York Kicks sounds cooler, makes more sense. She said, why is it a Nick? Good question. <laughs> They've lost so much. Just... Take the N out, make them the New York Kicks, start over. Maybe they'll uh, be better representing the uh, shoe game here in the city. The New York Knicks are 10-12, and 12, 10th place in the East. The New York Knicks could have stole that game, in my opinion, tonight on their home floor, second time facing the Bucks, and the Bucks are a good team. They're a team that has one of the best players, if not the best player in the NBA, depending on who you ask. He's definitely not the best player if you ask me. I'm not a Giannis fan. But he fouled out, and they had a little bit of an opportunity right there to seize that moment. Grayson Allen, that damn Grayson Allen. I don't know what to say about this game. The Bucs hadn't played for three days. They last played on Sunday, November 27th. So the Knicks, I felt like, could have caught them, you know, sleeping at the wheel. No. Whatever. Uh, I also like the, the Knicks' navy blue jerseys on the court, like, the regular Knicks court, I, I know you've heard me say this. I can't stand the black jerseys and then the black Knicks logo. It looks like Spirit of Halloween. I know that's the city edition. Stick with these. I think these are a statement. Like, those navy blue jerseys are all right. I'm not wild about them, but they look all right. What else? Uh, Jalen Brunson tweaks his ankle early. He didn't score his first bucket until the second quarter. That's tough. I was just talking about uh, missing free throws. Uh, with, with Marco and what stood out from this game. When I looked at the box score, this game was won and lost right here, folks. Fouls and the foul line. The Knicks had 20 fouls. The Bucks had 15. Giannis fouled out of the game. You, you get Giannis to foul out of the game in 36 minutes, scoring 37 points. As soon as big man is off the floor, you got to take advantage of them not having the Greek freak. He never wants to come out of the game. He was forced to come out of the game. But the free throw line. The Knicks hit 13 of 20 free throws. It's not good enough. The Bucks hit 21 out of 26, and they have Giannis who struggles. Free throw percentage, the Bucks shot 80%. The Knicks shot 65%. They lost the game by six points. I think that was the spread. I think the, the Bucks were favored by three. And that's the game right there. You know, Bobby Portis comes back. He thinks he's the man. He thinks he's doing something. Not really. Uh, R.J. Barrett had got going early. Uh, Julius Randle was coming off a big game for, for his birthday. But ultimately, man, I don't know. Knicks fans, call me and tell me how you feel about the Knicks this year. Call me and tell me if you think they have a shot to get into the play-in. I think that's what they are. I think that that should be the goal, to be a play-in team. And maybe be a higher playing team, but I, I don't really know uh, about this team. Yeah, they're going to beat up on the Pistons. They've already played the Pistons. It seems like they played them five times. I think they've already played the Pistons three times. They're going to beat up on the Pistons. But when you look at the upper echelon, the 15-5 and five Milwaukee Bucks, they're one of the top teams in the East. That's a game that you could have stole from one of the top teams in the East. Grayson Allen beat you. Uh, that's a tough loss. To take what else, man? Mitchell Robinson was beasting. He had ten rebounds in the first half. Uh, Quentin Grimes looked good. I don't know. There, you know. there was a lot of blowouts in the NBA tonight. At least the Knicks didn't get blown out by the Bucks at home. Uh, R.J. Barrett missed that three at the end. That's tough. I feel like I've said this as well. R.J. has to emerge, and he he was he was leading them in, in scoring. He had 15 first half points. Uh, but RJ has to emerge this year as a star, as a all-star, potentially even a superstar. He's paid now. They didn't make the Donovan Mitchell deal. It, without him emerging to being on the level of a John Morant or a Zion Williamson who he was drafted around, I don't know. There's there's just going to be constant criticism and critics of the guy. Yeah, I don't know. So the Knicks lose 109-103. And... Uh, Moving on to the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets are playing better. 
You know, I, I, it, it, it pains me that they had that nonsense with Kyrie. Uh, some people said he'd never play again. Some people also said that the Nets were better without Kyrie. You definitely never heard me say that on here or any podcast because neither one did I think was true. I definitely didn't think he would never play for the Nets again, and I definitely didn't think that the Nets were better without one of the best players in the world. Uh, but I wish that they didn't have the distraction that they had when he was gone. And it's funny, if you listen to Capper and Carino, 11-11 ones on the clock, I may, may be a little bit early from uh, the time that you hear this. But if you were listening to Brooklyn Nets radio post game and you heard Kyrie's interview, they asked him about his rhythm and getting back into it now that he's been back a couple games. And he said, you know, I, I came into this season with so many hours put into my craft, being in, in great shape and ready to play. And then, you know, I was removed like that. And, you know, it messed some things up. And I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> I was removed like that. Like, you you basically removed yourself. You It wasn't like you were just randomly removed. It wasn't like you just randomly missed time. You had you had some time off because of your own doing. But that's, that's whatever. I hope Kyrie just keeps playing basketball and doing less social media and less spiritual awakening and that type of stuff. Just hoop. And the Nets were missing Utah Watanabe, who has become every Nets fan's favorite player. The Nets were missing Ben Simmons, who has been p- playing a lot better as of late. And they figured it out. Guys like Edmund Sumner stepped up. Joe Harris had a big night. And you can't talk about the Nets for too long without mentioning Kevin Durant. He's insane. The guy is ridiculous. He's a seven-foot assassin, the, the slim reaper. The guy can create a shot anywhere on the floor, rise up, and no one can block his shot. No one can check him. He's going now for 40 a game. He is averaging 30, but he's coming off a 45-point performance, 39 tonight. Uh, Kevin Durant is just kind of putting the nets on his back. Uh, Early on in this game, I think he had 16 points in the first quarter. And you just know that they can't beat the Brooklyn Nets. The last time the Wizards and Nets played down in D.C., the Nets beat the brakes off them. It was an all-time bad game for D.C. It was the worst loss that they ever had uh, for their franchise. And then to add insult to injury, Kevin Durant dropped uh, Daniel Gafford. If you guys all remember that play, that crossover, he did a split and just died on the floor. Um, yeah, so going into this game in Brooklyn, Jay-Z on the sideline. You saw uh, Jerry Seinfeld courtside a couple games ago. Bro- 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 Brooklyn is uh, the place to be. Brooklyn is uh, the spot that people are going to check out basketball games. Uh, if I check that attendance, where's the attendance at? Hmm. The attendance tonight was 90%. They they didn't sell it out. They did. It was 17 uh, 732 people at the game tonight. If I wasn't so tired, I, I was thinking about going. But, you know, we'll talk about my uh, jet lag and time difference later on tonight. Let me see. What time is it right now? It is uh, <laughs> a little bit after 11, but uh, I was in London where it is now 4.13 in the morning, and I was also in Amsterdam uh, for, you know, a day and a night, and it's 5.15 a.m. over there, so... Yeah, I'm hopped up on energy drinks. I had a Celsius and uh, some green tea before I came here. But back to the Nets. The Nets are winning games now. They're a game above 500. At 12 and 11, you'll take it. This is a team that had a rough start to the season, um, much in part due to the fact that they were following the lead of Steve Nash, who is no longer the head coach. Jacques Vaughn is a good basketball mind. He is a good coach. And I do feel like his schemes and the way he sees the game and what he's implementing is working for the Nets, and they are buying in and they are believing. Uh, biggest things for the Nets tonight, right, they they were in control of this game for the whole game, right? They, they weren't really pulling away from the Wizards, but they were in control. There were so many people talking about what Chris Stapp's Porzingis was going to do, and Chris Stapp's did not have the 40-point uh, game that he had in his last game, it's night to night. It's not It's not like Chris Stapps is, is going to have a 40-point night and then be able to duplicate that the next night, like KD um, having 45 and then having 39. But Chris Stapps did get 27. And the biggest things for the Nets, I'll say this as we move on, man, they they are a a rebounding big away, right? They need to, If they had Mitchell Robinson on this team, they're a different team. If they had a, a five that could protect the paint. Let's see where they're at with, with uh, what I took out of my notes from this box score about them not having a big. Points in the paint. They were outscored 58-32 to 32 in this game. 
They still were able to win the game 113-107. They need a big. And when we look at the rebounds, they were out-rebounded 51 rebounds to 35. They need a rebounding big. Ben Simmons does some of that work. He was on the bench tonight. He's going to miss some time. Uh, he's got a knee issue. He's out the next couple games. Nick Claxton is what he is. But, you know, Dayron Sharp, who they were playing in the beginning of the year, he's a young guy that's not ready. Like, if the Brooklyn Nets do not make a trade to put a guy in the paint that can rebound this year, it's negligence. I, I just, as a Nets fan, I want to get excited about this team. I want to get into the prospect of them making some noise this year. Do I think they're going to win the NBA Finals? No. But do I think they can get into the playoffs and maybe win a round, maybe two? Yeah, if they make the right moves. Kevin Durant is playing at an MVP level. Kyrie is raising his level. Kyrie helped them close that game out tonight. Kyrie was an assassin in the fourth quarter. When you need a guy to be a closer, he hit some big shots. I mentioned Joe Harris. Joe Harris was hitting shots. If you have Joe Harris hitting shots, all good. Joey Buckets. Edmund Sumner was hitting shots. Stepped up. The Nets have talent. They have T.J. Warren coming back. They have Utah Watanabe Ben Simmons on the bench. This is actually, in my opinion, Steph Curry, um, Seth Curry, they, they, this is, in my opinion, the best um, roster that Kevin Durant has had since he's been in Brooklyn. No, not with uh, James Harden and Blake Griffin. No, not even when it was Karis LeVert and Jared Allen and Katie wasn't playing. This roster is probably the best team that Kevin Durant has had in Brooklyn. And they have the chance to make a couple trades and uh, potentially make the team better. All they literally need is a guy that can uh, clog up the paint and get rebounds. I don't know exactly who they're going to go get, but either way, the, the Nets are now 12-11. and 11. The Nets are now feeling better about themselves. They've won six out of their last eight, and multiple guys are contributing Guys are getting minutes. Guys are getting playing time. So that's all I've got to say about the games tonight here in New York. The Brooklyn Nets get a win. The Knicks take a L. Call me up if you want to talk hoops. We'll do that. But I know. I already see the phones. It's Aaron Judge. The Astros. We'll, we'll get to that. But when we come back from the break, we'll hit the Nets calls, the Knicks calls. Keith McPherson on the fan. Good to be back. BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. You're listening to Keith McPherson on the fan, your nighttime host. Checking right back in. Let's talk sports. Well, I want to get to the phones. It's been a while. We've got enough calls now, and I've been on now for like half an hour without taking a call, and that's too long. 
I miss you guys. I want to reconnect and uh, talk to the fans that call the fan and see what I missed and what you're thinking and what the topic of conversation really is for tonight and right now. I'll lead the way, but let's hear what you got to say. Young Josh, my guy. No, 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 no. I hit the wrong button. Hold on, hold on, hold on. See, I, I said I don't know how to... <laughs> I literally said, let's see if I know how to do this thing. I don't. Let's see if I remember now. Okay. Young Josh, out in Passaic, you're on the fan. Thank you. How you doing? Good, man. You know, uh, trying to figure out how to do my job. I'm getting there. Right on. First off, great <laughs> win by the Nets tonight. And they're looking like a clean team, as you said, just missing that center. I mean, a guy like Cam Thomas, where they're barely playing, like one game he's playing nothing, one game will play a minute. One game will play half a quarter. Take him, a guy, Cash Flatterwards, throwing a second round pick. Go in and get that center because they've got the shooting. They've started to look like they've got some defense. You said they're just the, really the center that's missing. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Cam Thomas because I was looking at him earlier in the game on the bench, and I'm like, Cam looks like he does not want to be here. He looks like he just is mad that he's not getting the burn that he wants. He's at the end of the bench. There's veterans. He is someone that they should go ahead, package up, and move. Uh, he did get 19 minutes. He did get some burn late in the game and contributed. But, uh, man, at this point, they don't have any room for him. And uh, I, I'm hoping that this season is a season where, you know, Kevin Durant decides, hey, I do want to stay here. I do want to be the leader of this team, of this organization. And, uh, you know, we did figure some things out. And hopefully they do make a trade for a big and they can have some more success under Jacques Vaughn. I, I don't know. The future is is – so up in the air with the never-know nets. But when you watch them play in this last week or two, there's something there. There's talent there. There's better coaching there. And uh, all you can hope for is them to make the right move so that they can compete with the top of the East. I'm going to have to disagree with you, though. You said this might be the best KD team. Because two years ago, what I call Harden's last great year, we made an impact. When Durant and Kyrie weren't playing, every other game, it was a different injury for them. And then you had Harden going to the West Coast, leading great comments, especially that one against the Suns. They're winning games. They smoked the Celtics in the first round. In the second round, right, they had that game seven. They almost won just a few inches away. And they won that. They end up playing the Hawks. I mean, not trying to undermine the Hawks, but they beat the 76ers, who traditionally lose in early rounds, their first, second rounds. And they beat the Knicks, who well, are the Knicks. And then once they beat the Hawks, they could have been in the finals. So that may have been the best Nets team. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think this team is deeper. I think there are more veterans on this team. I think there are just better players, right? The reason that the Nets were bounced in that second round against the Bucks is because it was KD by himself. They had nobody else to help him out. Uh, once Harden went down, once Kyrie went down, where's the help? Where's the rest of the guys coming off the bench? You can only get so much out of Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin and Joe Harris then. I, I don't know. I look at this team as like, okay, they actually have – more guys than they can even play, right? Like, Patty Mills is getting a DNP. Patty Mills re-signed with the Nets. Uh, <laughs> Cam Thomas is a guy that they relied on last year. And 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 he's sitting there looking like a, a sad little puppy dog on the bench until late in the game. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when the season's over. But I, I look at it as Kevin Durant has some talent around him. They have the trade deadline to put more talent around him. And if they can make a decent run... This year, maybe there isn't a blow-it-up button where they're trading Kevin Durant for picks and trying to rebuild. I understand them getting Kyrie out of here. That's definitely going to happen. But this is KD's team and KD's franchise. He's signed for the next four years. Well, this year included in the four years. My hope is that they're able to uh, make this team better, go on a run in the playoffs, and then that motivates uh, KD to stay in Brooklyn um, you know, for the rest of his contract. And switching to Mike White, right, so with him, after having that great game against the Bears, here comes his first real test against the Vikings, right? They put up a good defense. White played the Bears defense, who were pretty pathetic, traded away all the good players. And how do you think he's going to fare against this Vikings defense? I think he's going to be fine. I, I'll say this about the Vikings. I, I alluded to the fact that they're not the Bears. What I mean by that is, like, they're not going to have Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Captain Kirk is a pretty decent quarterback, and his weapons are better than decent. Justin Jefferson may be the best receiver in the NFL. Okay, so Sauce Gardner is going to neutralize him 
is he? That's going to be a good matchup to watch. Uh, they also have Thielen and Osborne and tight end uh, Irv Smith. But then they have also Dalvin yeah. Cook, and like they have some weapons. They have some guys on offense where this could be a back and forth type of game as far as scoring goes. Like more like the game that you saw the Vikings play against the Bills, where the Vikings go into Orchard Park and and steal that game. I think it could be like that. What I will say is this though: the Vikings defense is trash, and uh, I think more and more people are starting to talk about it. I was just watching uh, NFL Live today. And they, they flashed the, the graphic with, with uh, Marcus Spears talking about it. They've given up 43 receptions over 20 yards. Explosive plays. Their pass defense is suspect. If Mike White is able to do what he did last week, but maybe take a step further and do a little more, if they open up the playbook a little bit more and they take some chances and he gets the ball into the hands of Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and these guys, I really do think the Jets can win. Um, but it's not going to be easy going to Minnesota. And this is a team that, you know, they, they know what's in front of them. They've only lost a handful of games, a couple of games. I, I just don't think it's a, a guarantee that the Jets waltz in there and beat them. I think it's going to be a shootout. And in the shootout, I think the Vikings at home come out on top. Mike White in his second start, I can't expect him to go out there and battle and uh, be able to put up another 300 yards and three touchdowns on the road. I think he's going to be good. I think he's a serviceable backup that is now getting a chance again to play. But I feel like, you know, the hype in New York is what it is. The Mike White hype, everyone's already crowning him. Mike F and White, they're putting the crown on the guy. It's like, slow down. He beat the Bears in bad conditions. He beat the Bears who had Trevor Simeon. That game is different if Justin Fields plays. Uh, we'll, we'll see Sunday, though, and this is why we watch. Right, 100%. Have a good night. Thanks Hope for the so. call, young Josh. Appreciate you, bro. Let's go to older Josh in the Bronx. What's up, Josh? Back on the fan. <laughs> I'm gonna, welcome back. And, and I'm going to tell you something. Those Brooklyn Nets, you know, they're just fun to watch. Yeah. You know, with what they've got and everything. So maybe Coach Vaughn, he's... He's just, you know, like seeing what he has and everything. The general manager and the owner, they want to see what they've got. And then, like you said, they'll make the moves that they need to make. And hopefully this team at least can get into the playoffs and uh, take it from there and see what see what you have, Keith. Yeah, that's exactly what they have to do. And I think you're 100% right about that, right? Right now... They're running different sets, and guys are getting different minutes, and they're missing guys from injury, but they're, you know, they're taking precautions uh, with some of these guys because it's a long road, and uh, the trade deadline isn't until February. So uh, yeah. they've got some time to figure out who is what and, or who is who and what is what and then go about um, you know, getting on the phones and trying to find. I, I think it's just obvious they need a center, uh, right. an actual center on this team, and I think that's what they're going to go get. So. Yeah, I agree with you and young Josh and Pasek. Thanks for taking my call. Welcome back. I just want to hear you and the callers talking sports. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate young Josh and Josh from the Bronx. If you've listened to my show, they call pretty consistently, and I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, being away from New York, being away from WFAN and the radio and being overseas, it just gives you a perspective and appreciation uh, there was one night I was up late in the room and I was just going through the channels and they had a uh, BBC London talk sport radio station. And as I was falling asleep, I listened to a little bit of it. And they were talking mostly World Cup and Qatar and uh, Harry Kane and and uh, the England team. And this was before I actually watched out there. I watched USA England at a bar out there, a big bar. It was like a club, two levels. I was surrounded by all Brits and they were... They were upset. They were upset with the draw. And there was only a couple Americans in there. I, I found, like, a couple from Boston. They were, we were all happy. We were like, oh, we'll take a draw. I thought they were going to get smoked. And, uh, you know, that worldview being on, uh, you know, the other side, uh, across the pond, and, uh, you know, just talking to people from different places and, you know, thinking about uh, my, my own experience here in New York, it just me, it makes you appreciate the city, right? Going to another city. I, I went to Amsterdam. I went to London. And uh, coming back to New York, right, I'm like, man, I'm over there listening to Talk Sport Radio, and I work at WFAN, which was the first 24-hour sports talk radio station and, like, the pillar for sports talk radio. So I was just like, 
you know, really motivated by that and uh, couldn't wait to get back. I was just telling Marco, when you speak to people out there, they hear your accent. And they're like, oh I, oh, I love your American accent. Oh, are you are you American? You guys are Americans? And I don't know. It's it's cool because uh, you're like uh, you're like popping out there. You're like uh, you're different out there when when you speak a little differently and you share some things. And then they ask, so what, where are you from? And you say New York. That's another level of light up. It's, it's different than 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 saying you're from uh, you know North Carolina or something. And then when you start talking, what do you do? What do you do in New York? I'm on the radio, <laughs> and that's a, that's a whole nother thing. So good to be back, man, and uh, call me up. Let's keep talking to sports. Let's keep it rolling. Talking Knicks and Nets for now, but I'm, I'm going to start setting the table. I know, the Aaron Judge conversation has to be had. And uh, the biggest thing that I'm putting out there about Aaron Judge and uh, whether it's the Giants or the Dodgers even, um, we know it's the Yankees, but there's going to be other teams or mystery teams. The winter meetings are upon us. I believe they start Sunday and they'll be over pretty much by this time next week. And that is when we'll really know. Uh, if if we don't know before this time next week, the hot stove is going to get hot. We're really going to be cooking. We're, we're going to get some information out of the winter meetings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I think by the end of next week, we'll know where Judge is going. And if you ask me, I, I don't think the Yankees are about to lose this one. But I, I also think, like, Judge is the biggest fish, right? And if you think back to 2019, Garrett Cole was the biggest fish, and the Yankees went and got him, and I think the Angels were involved and some other team. But that happened, um, you know, right after the winter meetings. I think not at the winter meetings, but like a week or two after the winter meetings, that actually went down. So expect uh, to get some information about that, some real information about that within the next week. But we could talk about it. Like I said, I think eight – for 300 is just the, you know, the floor. And I think that's the Yankees letting the world know and their fans know, hey, we are here. We've already put a $300 million offer out there. That's going to make Judge the highest paid Yankee um, position player. That's going to make him the highest paid position player in baseball uh, with this offer, right? We're not trying to lowball him. We never were. He's our guy. We're going to sign him. And uh, we'll put this out there and we'll see what San Francisco puts out there. But I know they're willing to go higher. I think they're willing to go another year, nine years. He'll be 31. I would sign him probably through the rest of his career to 40. And I think they're they're going to go up on uh, the AAV as well. So we'll talk about Judge. I definitely do want to talk about Donnie Baseball. I do I do want to talk about uh, Jose Abreu to the Astros, Benintendi rumored to be linked with the Astros, and just the Astros in general I definitely want to talk about with the you know, Yankees being swept by them. And, and there's a few conversations we'll have tonight. I'm on till 2. I'm on till 2. Brian is in Barnegat, New Jersey, next up on the fan. What's up, Brian? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm great, man. Already uh, back into the New York groove, back into the fold, and uh, good to be talking to you. What you got for us? So I, I got the uh, Aaron Judge uh contract you know eight years 300 million um i mean i'm obviously biased and i hope he takes the offer but you know as you said um you know they may go higher i i agree with you i definitely don't think they're gonna lose out on this yeah and i think that San Francisco, who outwardly let the world know they will not be outbid, you know, told the world that, like, we've been planning on this. I would, I would hope that they have in their budget at least $300 million. And I would hope uh, <laughs> that, like, with all of the um, hosting and uh, bringing Steph Curry out, and I, I saw even, like, Chris Mullen said something, and, and they had Judge there. If, if they're talking about being not being outbid, right, like, they got to ante up, and I think the next offer's got to be somewhere around 315, 320 from them, and then the Yankees will have to top that, I think, right? If they're if they're really – actually, I don't want to say I hope because I'm a Yankees fan. I hope that they aren't really ready to go into the 315, $320 million, uh, spot. I hope that they're not able to go nine years, but I think if they are playing the game the way that they said they were, that they are prepared to try and blow Aaron Judge away 
And to actually do that, it's going to have to be over $320 million. And, and for them, they may have to stretch it to nine or ten years. Who knows? Yeah. Um, could you imagine if it happened Sunday at the winter meetings? I don't think it'll happen Sunday because the first day of winter meetings, I actually got to look up uh, like the winter meeting schedule. I don't know if I can actually get um, all that info, but I, I don't think it'll happen Sunday because Sunday is just like the first day. Uh, I think I think more so like Wednesday and next weekend you could see it happen like once the winter meetings are over. Yeah, I I, I believe so as well. Well, thank you. Thank you, Keith. Thanks for the call, Brian. I mean, the winter meetings is where, you know, baseball meets. Um, GMs, writers, there's a lot of coverage on it, and uh, that's where deals get done. The GMs are there, the agents are there, and everyone knows who the big fish are. And like I said, I don't expect I don't expect Judge to hold up the offseason for everyone. I don't, you know, the, the winter, it, it hits fast. And uh, I, I remember Garrett Cole getting his deal done before Christmas. I think they get Judge's deal done before Christmas and even sooner because he is the big fish, the uh, MVP, the biggest uh, position player out there on the market. And I also don't think there's that many players. I think there's really two. I think it's the Yankees and the Giants, and the Dodgers are are in there to drive the price up on the Giants. So somewhere the Giants probably won't go. You know, it's negotiation, tactics, whatever. But, uh, you know, I think the Aaron Judge conversation really heats up in a week, but I'm down to have it tonight. I got to take a break, though. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me, man. When we come back, we'll keep talking Judge. I do want to get into this Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly Signs up to be the bench coach in Toronto? What? I said he wouldn't want to come to New York. We'll, we'll get into all of that after we take this uh, quick break. 877-337-6666. Call me up. BRB. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Say it ain't so. Keep McPherson on the fan, checking right back in, looking at a couple things as we approach midnight in New York City. If I was still in London... We'd be approaching 5 a.m. Bruh. I'm all right. I'm all right. The uh, <laughs> the time difference, the jet lag, uh, just adjusting to coming back home, it is it is an interesting experience, man. Um, like I said, I'm off the green tea and the Celsius. Celsius energy drinks, not trying to, um, you know, plug them. I, I'm not signed by them. This is a free ad. They're the best energy drinks, though. They do. Uh, they hit different. They hit different. I know that's what the kids say. Anyway, uh, talking about the Jets and looking at, you know, over the quick break we had, I was just looking at more of the defensive stuff around the Vikings. And it's no secret, Damian Woody put out on November 28th on his Twitter, the Vikings, he said, whispers, the Vikings have the worst pass defense in the NFL, hashtag Jets. Everybody knows that. Their pass defense is the worst in the NFL. They rank 32nd. And the first person that comes to mind, I think he was able to pick Josh Allen off twice. Patrick Peterson. He's seen a lot better days. Patrick Peterson is not the Patrick Peterson from the Arizona Cardinals. Interesting, uh, interestingly enough, today a clip comes out with him talking about Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray. And saying Kyler Murray doesn't care about anyone but Kyler Murray. And, uh, you know, if you heard Kyler Murray's comments talking about the system and schematically they were, uh, you know, not in a good spot for the game, that that's another guy, man. He's got to learn what to say to the media. These quarterbacks, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to throw your coach under the bus. Take all that heat. Say it's, it's your fault. You didn't do enough because you definitely turned the ball over and whatever. We're not talking too much about Kyler Murray, Baby Yoda, that little runt. We're talking about the uh, Vikings, man. I think the Jets can go beat them. I don't think uh, that it's a guarantee like Craig Carden thinks, but I do think that the Jets can go into Minnesota 
and beat them. It's going to be a back-and-forth shootout, though. I, I think the Jets' defense can stop them, but I think that they have so many weapons that they're going to figure out, you know, how to get somebody open, how to make some plays. If you take out Justin Jefferson, they have other weapons. They have other guys that can get it done. It's going to be about Mike White. And, you know, as I was gone, I saw all the hype around Mike White, and I'm just like, ah. I, you know, I'm glad that Robert Sala hasn't come out to say he's the guy. Yeah, he said everyone loves him. He works hard. This is his opportunity. But um, he's got to do it again. You know, he's got to go out there again and put up 300 yards, three touchdowns, at least probably in this game because the Vikings can get after it. The Vikings can uh, get it done. Now, uh, I said I wanted to set the table a little bit, and we will once, you know, once we get in the, the next day, which is coming in the next, like, 10 minutes, we'll talk more football. But it, it certainly bothered me to see Donnie Baseball take that Toronto gig, that Toronto job. It's just like, you know, he's, he's headed for the Hall of Fame. Uh, Donnie Baseball is a guy that I never got to really watch. Maybe I did as a young kid, a toddler, I don't know. Not even, you know, he just was before my time. I, I missed the Donnie baseball era, but I've seen documentaries and clips and stuff like that. He's he's a guy I wish I got to root for because he was clutch. Um, you know, he was the Yankees. He was the captain. And, uh, you know, I, I remember in the last documentary that was on MLB Network, they talked about the whole facial hair policy with the Yankees and how that kind of got kicked into action around Donnie and his, you know, uh, long hair that he had. And I don't know, I feel it, there's, there has to be something uh, there. And we will never actually know, right? Because as soon as you heard Donnie Baseball was done with the Marlins as manager, Yankees fans start dreaming up him coming to join the Yankees coaching staff. I think all of us know that they were not going to ever move on from Aaron Boone in favor of a Don Mattingly. But we thought maybe... You know, maybe he'd be interested in coming back and, and taking some kind of position with the New York Yankees, right, if he wanted to stay in baseball. I had an idea in my head that he did not want to come here because it's New York, right? He he just been in Miami for years. Why would he want to come to New York? You know, the taxes, the weather, different lifestyle. He's going to want to be somewhere warm. He's a little older. No, I was dead wrong. He's going to cross the border, go live in Canada, and – work for a rival of the New York Yankees, a team that has guys like Alec Manoa and Vladdy Jr. doing podcasts, taking shots at the Yankees in the offseason when they weren't able to beat the Yankees. And one of our most beloved Yankees joins them. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, man. You know, what What I just realized is it, it isn't about New York taxes or the weather or the city. It's about the team and the organization. I think the Yankees probably didn't even hit him up, didn't even talk to him. That's that ship has sailed kind of thing, right? Like it's it's interesting. Uh the Yankees, you know, the Yankees weren't interested, but the Yes Network was interested. A, a article comes out that the Yes Network was trying to get Don Mattingly and Derek Jeter and I, I don't think Don Mattingly is going to be on the Yes Network anytime soon working for the Toronto Blue Jays and I definitely don't think Jeter cares uh, about making TV money. I think he's good. We saw him pop up in the World Series coverage for Fox, and I bet you they cut him a nice check. I don't expect to see him on Yes Network. I'd like that, but, yeah, man, when I see Don Mattingly go to a rival, I, I kind of almost thought about Reggie Jackson. Different situation, but, like, Reggie Jackson goes to the Houston Astros and gets a job with them. It's like, was he not offered any type of job with the Yankees or position with the Yankees. Maybe the Yankees are good on these guys. Maybe the Yankees don't care about the history as much as we do as fans. And I think that's where I'm at with it, right? Uh, I have a, a theory and something I always say about, like, you know, Santa Claus isn't real and Peter Pan's got to grow up someday too. I think a lot of Yankees fans are just realizing, like, this tradition and this Yankee way that we think of and that we hold is not the same inside those walls. It's not the same with the organization and the team. And honestly, it's fading. The only way to restore it is, any guesses? How, how do you restore the feeling? How do you get back to the Yankee way? Oh, you got to get back to a World Series and win one. You're in a drought, and you're in one of the longest droughts. So, you know, nobody's really in a rush to come back to New York. It's toxic at times. And I feel like they have a new philosophy on how they do things, and it isn't necessarily working, and they aren't about, 
you know, the old Yankees and bringing in Don Mattingly and uh, let's get Jeter back in here. Yeah, Jeter will pull up for his Hall of Fame induction night. And other than that, you know, people talking about him being the GM, he's not going to be the GM. Like, <laughs> Brian Cashman is your GM until further notice. Keep McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Got to switch studios. When we come back, we'll talk about everything. We'll talk about Don Mattingly, Aaron Judge. Uh, we did have some calls for the Knicks. Vernon, stay on the line. I definitely still want to talk about this Knicks game tonight. We'll do that when we come back from this quick break. BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 